Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Thank you, friend. I appreciate you. And uh, <laughs> thanks, David. I appreciate your your song. Um, it wasn't my music, but I'm going to own it. I'm going to own Mambo number five. Um, all right, everybody. So if you've listened to me before, you know we dive right in. I have a resume. If you want it, um, you know, Google it. I don't know. It's irrelevant because what we've done today is we've walked through like six, seven hours of incredible programming brought to you by some really, really smart people, right? My man Raylan reminded us to focus. He said, lean in, focus. Don't focus on the negative. Don't focus on the obstacle. Don't focus on the problem. Change your perspective. Focus otherwise. Rita had me diving into my relationship with money, making me think about all my relationships and what I bring to them and what they bring to me. And are they as valuable as I think they are? And understanding that I need to own my relationship to the things around me. Andrew and my dear friend, Nisha, challenged me through opportunities and inflection points in my life knowing when to take the opportunity and when to step back, knowing what the inflection point is and when that's not what it is. And then David Spizak just coached me towards sustained success. He said, don't be a one-hit wonder, but what he was really saying is, this is how you replicate the kind of offense that makes you successful in the long run. So naturally, I'm gonna talk to you guys about failure. Isn't that like the worst segue ever? I got fired yesterday. Now, for those of you who've been listening to me for a few weeks, um, I appreciate you first and foremost. Thank you for all the messages. If I haven't gotten back to them yet, I promise you I'm trying to. Um, I went from no DMs to whoa DMs. Man, I don't want somebody write that down. Um, but I think uh, what's been super encouraging is how encouraging you, you all have been of me and a lot of the people who have jumped into this fantastic programming. And that said, you are in Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club, where we do have 15 hours of programming each weekday from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. That's if you're on the East Coast of the United States of America, plus 6 a.m. to noon Saturday and Club 111 on Sunday. So right now, 
invite some friends into the room by hitting the plus sign, and better yet, invite them to join Breakfast with Champions Club so they can be a member of the team. Because once I'm done, you got the social media show and then another fantastic set of um, programming that will help you wrap up the rest of your wealth and health Wednesdays. So I did get fired, but some of you were like, wait a minute, Brad, you, you own a business. You own a couple businesses. How did you get fired? Well, yesterday I lost a client. Some of you know I was out of town for a few days at a conference, and when I came back, I met with a client yesterday, and and right when we met, I knew, I knew. Like when you get an email that says like, "Hey, can you meet at two thirty tomorrow?" And someone who never sends you that email, you just know. Like when your parents are like, "Hey, son, we need to talk." There's a bunch of scenarios where you just know, "Ooh, something's not coming good." And then the phrase corporate restructure was thrown my way. We're going to stop all branding and marketing, full stop. Now, if you're listening to this and you're trying to figure out how to restructure your corporation, uh, rebrand your business, don't full stop your branding and marketing. But when someone says they're going to full stop, I don't run their company, I do the marketing for it. And when you own a business, it's not always sunshine. It's hard sometimes. So let's be real. Like, if it's 10.30, 10.40 in the morning here where I'm at, less than 24 hours ago, like 16 hours ago, I got fired by one of my largest clients. And that's where I'm at right now, adjusting and thinking about what to do. So when you take a loss, what do you do? I'm telling you today exactly what I do with the 20 minutes I have left, because we all know I am terrible at leaving the segment with questions. So if you have questions, just go ahead and send me a message because we all know I'm going to keep talking. So what did I do yesterday the minute I walked out of their office? What did I do? The first thing I did was evaluate. But let me be super clear. I did not evaluate them. That's my job when they're my client. The minute you take a loss, the minute you get fired, the minute the corporation restructures, it's time to evaluate me. Was I the pro? Did I maintain my expertise? Did I hold the line of deliverables? Did I get comfortable? Was I complacent? And as I start to analyze my missteps and try to figure out my level of professionalism versus my level of personalization, because I like to make friends of my clients. And I have, the, the gentleman I had the meeting with yesterday, we played golf, our kids have been together. Our wives know each other. Probably the single most important client in the life of my business. Helped me prove the concept that became Spark Business Strategies. So that when I do get up to speak and I do have the opportunity for a stage and I am asked to represent all of branding and marketing somewhere, I can say my first receipt was this company. So was I, did I get too personal? Was I not professional enough? When I start to measure my missteps, it's not enough to say this is where I stepped in correctly. If you're going to take the time to evaluate, you also need to assess. How did I make that misstep? Was I ignorant of something because I lacked the education and the knowledge in that environment, in that situation? 
can I say I was naive or can I say I was young or I'm young in business or it's a big business problem and I have a small business mindset or is it the inverse? I thought I was big business and I made a small business misstep because I'm not as big as I thought I was. Was I short-sighted? Did I think everything was on lock? Was it my pride? How can I avoid it ever happening again? Now, I would say the first thing, and let's be super clear. If you've gotten canned or laid off or there was a restructure or things got moved, all this other stuff, whatever it is that you would say has happened in your experience, we all know sometimes it has absolutely positively nothing to do with you. And in those situations, be confident. Keep, keep moving. But in this situation, where I was a little surprised, I will admit, from the time I walked out of their front door to my car, across a relatively small parking lot, I was thinking through the last two, two and a half years of our relationship in business. I was trying to mind my missteps. Because it's not enough to say, you know, you're not perfect. I'm not comfortable with my imperfections. John Maxwell says, and what is it? His first law, the law of the lid. If you're an eight, everyone underneath you can only be a seven. I owe it to everyone around me and underneath me. I owe it to my team. I owe it to my staff. I owe it to my clients that they too could get a shot at being an eight. So I got to work to be a nine. So I'm going to own, I'm going to own my missteps. So I'm going to find them and I'm going to fix them. And if I can't fix them, if you've ever wondered what a coach is for, what accountability is for, what partnership is for, what bringing on new people, why sometimes there is a righteous need to restructure the corporation. It's when you see your missteps and you can't correct them on your own. So the very first thing you need to do when you take a loss, what I did yesterday when I took a loss was evaluate. The second thing I did was determine. So evaluate, determine. Take steps to ensure proper takeaways. Let me be perfectly clear, that ride in my car home, that text to my wife, that text to people who were working on this project and have been for years to tell them we need to meet up really quick, sucked. I, I would love to tell you that I was like, oh man, man, did I crush those meetings? No, I did not crush those meetings. I'm in the middle of a loss. And one of the first things you think about is what you do wrong. At least that's what I was thinking about, personal responsibility. And right after I could think through my missteps and I got in the car and I started the car and I turned the radio off and I sat there in the silence and I put the car in gear, I thought, I got to call Grace. That's my wife. I got to call Zach. That's my web developer. Oh, crap. I got to call Ryan. He worked so hard on this. I got to call my team. And the reason I need to call them is because of the proper thing to do in the moment. It wasn't the fun thing to do, wasn't the nice thing to do, certainly didn't make me feel any better. But it was what I had to do. 
And if you can hire well, and by the pure grace of God, marry well, and I've done both. Now, my team is really, really good. They're just not, they're just not better than my wife. But what my wife said, well, what's next? That was her first question. My web developer said, man, this frees us up for time for more projects. I told you guys I was out of town at a conference this past weekend. I met some wonderful people, people who have reached out in the last, I don't know, 48 hours, 72 hours to say, hey, I want to work with you. And I'm Jack came forward and increased its sales by over 136%. My name is Travis Flaherty. We have seen over 55% increase in sales. Hey, Jeremy Allen here. We finished our month off at not even a 20% increase, but... A 30% increase. Hey guys, Jean Paul Guidry here. And I've experienced massive increases of 156%, collectively 125%. My name is Kevin Strasnatter. We went an increase of 50%. 50%. We went from 50 units to 75 units. We had a 39% growth in volume. This stuff works. I'm Glenn Lundy, creator of the 800% Club. The results that we've been getting out of the 800% Club are ridiculous. Everything that you just heard all happened in the first 90 days. So I wanna open this up, helping more dealers across the country. We're now enrolling for 800% Club members. So look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more. Over there looking at the schedule and the time and figuring out when I can have the meetings. Man, my calendar just freed up a little bit. And the first thing out of my wife's mind was, what's next? The first thing out of my web developer's mouth was, man, this frees us up. Us. Because he owns, he owns the work. So in that process of evaluation that led to determination, I had to make sure I was learning something. My second client ever is no longer my client. And I learned so much in that season. I am incredibly grateful for them. I, you can't, I can't describe my gratitude. My first client, uh, forgettable. It was fine. We accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. It was project-based. It didn't really bring me or my brand new team a lot of joy. And I don't feel like we learned a whole lot. We just all stuck to our areas of expertise and we executed. But with this company, with this company, friends, let me show you some receipts. They started out as a $400,000 company when we walked in the door. And today they are a $1.9 million company. And it's been less than two years that we've actually been doing work with them. I take tremendous pride in the work we've done for that company. But sometimes pride can keep us from the lessons we need to learn. So I need to be determined to learn my lessons. Because if I don't learn my lessons, I'm gonna fail in my future again. And I'm gonna fail my team again. And I don't have time for that. So evaluate and determine. Now this third one's a little bit tricky guys. For those of you who don't know my background, I spent five, six years at Chick-fil-A. At Chick-fil-A, you learn a lot of wild lessons. Everything from how to fry the chicken. Yep, 
I was back there doing that to how to say my pleasure until I die. And I will always say it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm never going to stop saying it. I can say it in three languages. Um, but what, what's most important is that some of the things that I learned, some of those nuggets that they gave me have impressed so deeply upon my company that they've become company platforms. And if you've ever been around marketing or branding, you know that when someone in marketing or branding kind of walks in the room, oh yeah, all of a sudden you do get more followers. Oh yeah, oh the website starts to pop. Oh, your email newsletter funnel is starting to really click. Your text messages are really generating leads. That's what happens when just about any marketing agency walks in the room because we slap the water and the ripples make everybody happy. Now, one day, maybe we'll have a conversation about why some marketing companies just slap the water and they don't actually know how to create anything, and it drives me nuts. But for, for this discussion, all marketing companies walk in the room, stir things up a little bit, and when you stir up stagnation, it really gets things moving. And if you don't know how to market and an agency walks in, it builds things up. It's really easy to start as a marketing agency. It is really easy to start as the branding strategist when you walk in the room. You know what's hard? This is the third one. Finish. Finish. Because that Chick-fil-A, this is what they taught us. We write the final chapter. I'm writing the final chapter. It didn't end when they said corporate restructure. I have so much of their work in my office. And I'm dedicating almost an entire work day. And if you're here and you're a client and you're listening to me, you know what an, an entire work day with me costs. And I'm dedicating to someone who is not going to pay me anymore. Because no one writes the final chapter for Spark Business Strategies but me. And when we write that final chapter, we say we were in charge of the start and that allowed us to quadruple your revenue. But now we're going to own the finish. We're going to own the finish. Because as we walk out the door, it needs to cause as many ripples as when we walked in. Not negative. I'm not trying to make waves. I'm not trying to yell and scream and kick and pout. I won't vilify anybody. I won't talk bad about anyone. That's not what we're in the business of doing. I helped build that brand. How could I possibly demean it as I'm walking out the door? It's really hard not to look at it like my own baby. I learned so much about an industry I knew nothing about. And it was a joy for me to be there. Don't let a loss rob you of your joy. Because we lose all the time. Small ways, big ways, simple momentary ways, and massive, massive losses that cause us to stop, sometimes much longer than a pause. But we write the final chapter. We write it. How do we write it? We do the work well. We honor our commitments. If there was a project yet to be finished, we're going to finish it. If my team needs to get paid for work that hasn't been completed yet, I'm going to pay them. No matter what it takes. Because I don't need my paycheck more than I need my integrity. 
that client is better because we walked in the door. We're going to leave it better than we found it. So if you can evaluate when you take a loss and you can determine when you take a loss and you can finish when you take a loss, I would encourage you to focus when you take a loss. Last week, my company was growing, growing a lot from a lot of you. And it's growing today. As I said a moment ago, as I walked out that client's office thinking, what just happened? Three prospective clients called or texted or sent me an email. I hadn't been looking at my phone. I've been paying a lot of attention to my friend, my former client, as he was becoming my former client, trying to understand what he was saying and hear where he was coming from and not let my pride and my emotions get the best of me and listen in that situation. And if you've been there, you know it sucks. You know it's hard. So I didn't know that while he was... um, allowing me the opportunity for more space opportunities were pouring in i've been preparing to succeed for months and i still am and i'm not tired i've been saving money to honor my business's future So we're not gonna be hurt. I've been sharpening our skills and challenging our staff and working on an expansion plan and looking at greater opportunities. And if you have been a part of my journey over the last month, month and a half, you know, golly, I'm writing a book, developing a podcast, and I've been asked to speak in six places in the next three and a half months. I've been investing in the work and I've been investing in myself. And not because I thought I was gonna take a loss, but because that's what a leader does, yeah? A leader is constantly evaluating, constantly determining what steps need to be taken and corrected. Anybody can start a race well. You don't get ribbons for how well you start. A leader finishes. Because a leader is focused. So maybe you didn't get a bad call yesterday like I did. But maybe you will today. And if you knew you were going to get a bad call in 30 days. So October 1st, you're going to get a bad call. How will you respond? Are you ready to evaluate, determine, finish, and focus? Because if you are. If in a month, you're the next segment host in Breakfast with Champions, you'll be able to say, man, that was weird. But we're good. We took a loss yesterday. And in spite of the loss, it's helping me implement, focus, and finish well. Thanks for your time, everybody. we got about four minutes left, which is unlike me. Thank yes, you. Brad. Brad. Fire, fire. Awesome. I appreciate that, guys. Thank you very much. I hope it was an encouragement because we're all we're not all going to have roses and wonderful days. Uh, and when we when we get those tough moments, mm, 
Mm, refinement. Refinement is where the greatest jewels and the highest value metals are made. Hey, that's, and that's, that's what this is. Yeah, buddy. You know what I really like? I really like when you ended there, when you were saying, what would you do today if you knew that a major client was going to fire you in 30 or 60 days? Because I think that that's so, such salient advice because so often like, I mean, how often are we hit with something and, and we're expecting it? Maybe sometimes, but there are so many times when things in life hit us and the fact that we're unprepared like doubles the blow. And so I think the idea of taking actions now, right, to whatever that is, like diversify your, you know, your revenue streams, reach out to new clients, start lead generation, like do all of the things so that you are not, don't have all your eggs in one basket. I just thought that advice was amazing. And um, this client is an idiot. <laughs> I love you, buddy. You know what's, you know what's funny? What was I doing a month ago? You know me, bro. I was on a stage with Breakfast with Champions, speaking for all of seven minutes, connecting with I don't know how many, I don't, I'm terrible at scrolling. I'm actually really bad at Clubhouse if you think about it. And there's a handful of people on this stage who I've been able to connect with, who connected back to me, who we've started working relationships, great friendships. So if you're looking for like a professional segue, man, if you think it's cool that a month ago I was on a Breakfast with Champions stage, which means two months ago I agreed to be on it. And so today I can speak on loss because of what I was preparing for back in August and July and June. But How just, great would it be if you could do the same when you go, come on, you, you hear what I'm doing, with the Grow Your Business for God's Sake Conference, November 5th through the 7th in Lexington, Kentucky. Yes! Come on, where my man Glenn Lundy is celebrating his 1,000th episode of Rise and Grind. Come on. All about how you can make more money, more impact. A lot of BWC faves will be there. Glenn, Tamara, Amelia, Dave, the queen of clubhouse programming, Sarah McCord, so many more. You need to be there. So go to growforgod.com to get your tickets. Do it. That's a professional segue right there. I feel good about that. I feel good about it too, Brad. And uh, one of the things I loved, man, when you talked about the finish, like, the exit there. So I was thinking about my situation, um, which was by my, I don't want to say by my choice. I got tugged, but you know, it was really hard to lead the dealership that I was working at. I loved that team. I loved those people. I'd been there eight years. I was the face of that dealership. It was, it was my baby. Like you said, it was my baby. And I still have, you know, I still get emotional when I think about them and it's been nearly four years now. Um, but when you talked about, you know, finishing up the projects and finishing, you know, writing that story there at the end, I just thought, man, that's, that's pretty powerful. That's, that's rare. That's rare. That's special. I don't know how many people who could get fired and then would respond by saying, well, we're going to finish what we're doing and we're going to finish it at no matter what cost but we're going to make sure that we walk out of here with the T's crossed and the I's dotted. I don't, I don't know if I have that built that in me yet 
to get to that point where I would do that. And so I just thought, I thought that was really, uh, really, really a unique perspective um, that I had not heard before. And so I just appreciate you sharing that. The whole story was incredibly impactful. Uh, and I appreciate you being authentic and raw and sharing that with this space, right? Because it's not something to be proud of. It's not something that, you know, it doesn't, doesn't look good, doesn't feel good, any of those things. And so for you to share that and the lessons from it, I just greatly appreciate that. And I appreciate you as well. Thank you, brother. It's my pleasure. Appreciate you, Glenn. Brad, can I just say this, is Dr. Connor, just very briefly, I agree. I was just going to actually say the raw part, like Glenn said, because this, like we often come to, you know, clubhouse and we hear of people being extremely successful. But I mean, you're, you're, you've showed your great strength and your vulnerability there because it is quite raw the last couple of days. So there must be a lot of emotional feelings, feelings around it all. So, I mean, thank you so much for that because I think that builds bridges as well and community here. So thank you so much to the Golden Dr. Connor. Mm, Dr. Connor, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. I do. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.